Seafood News. Hello, seafood friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Seafood News Podcast, recorded in beautiful Tom's River, New Jersey. I'm Seafood News staff writer Amanda Buckle. And I'm seafood market reporter Lauren Castiglione. This week's episode is brought to you by the Seafood Innovation Expo, taking place at the Mazatlan International Center in Mexico from September 6th to the 7th. Visit expoinnovationayp.com or email expo at sbs-seafood.com for more information. This week, we have a crunchy show for you. Did I hear you say crunchy? Yes. Yes, you did. (laughs) (laughs) We've got a seafood-inspired Lay's potato chips that we're going to be chowing on later on in the show. Ooh, yummy. Big show. Plus, you just came back from National Fisheries Institute's Future Leaders trip to Seattle. We've got to hear all about that. Of course, Future Leaders forever. (laughs) But uh, before we get to crunch and munch on some chips and talk about Seattle, let's take a look at some of the top seafood stories of the week. Well, for starters, an international trade court judge ordered the Trump administration to ban all seafood that has been harvested with gill nets in Mexico's northern Gulf of California. The move is part of efforts to save the endangered vaquita porpoise. Now, there's less than, like, 20 left in the world, right? I wish that wasn't the case, but sadly, that is correct. The population of the vaquita was set at about 560 back in 1997, and now the population is less than 20. Scary. Yes. So the ban impacts an estimated $16 million worth of of fish and shrimp. Conservationists are, of course, happy and hope that the Mexican government will end the use of gill nets. The ban will only be lifted when Mexico meets U.S. standards, which includes improving regulations and enforcement to ensure that the vaquita are not being killed in gill nets. Now, the National Fisheries Institute President John Connolly actually released a statement on the International Trade Court judge's ruling saying that NFI supports the efforts to protect the endangered vaquita, as well as supports ongoing efforts by the government of Mexico and the U.S. government to collaborate on efforts to use available technological and enforcement capabilities to protect the threatened marine mammal. Um, Now, Connolly said that while NFI understands and respects the court's ruling that calls for a temporary ban on imports of Mexican fish from commercial fisheries that use gill nets within the vaquita's range, they are most interested in a solution that protects both the vaquita and fisheries that are operating openly and legally. And, of course, I think that's, you know, the the big thing is, like, we can't punish people that are doing the proper thing. Let's, Mm, Let's weed out the bad guys here. Um, But in other news, former sea-to-table employees are now speaking out. You know, we, we mentioned this story last week, and for those who are unfamiliar with the details of Sea to Table, uh, the AP published an article in June exposing the national distributor as a fraud. So Sea to Table guarantees their customers that the products they are selling are wild-caught, sustainable, and directly traceable to a U.S. dock. However, reporting conducted by AP found that that's not exactly the case. Yes. So one former employee, a sales rep whose family has been involved in the fishing industry, says that he witnessed imported tuna being mixed with other fish that was going to Montauk. The former employee said he relayed this to the owner of Sea to Table, who told him to let the boxes go out, despite containing fish of unknown origin that was being sold as local. Uh, Another former employee voiced the concerns when she discovered that tuna she was selling had been trucked from North Carolina and labeled as catch from Montauk. Um, So this story, it still boggles my mind. Um, You know, when your entire premise is on traceability and transparency, of course people are going to check up on you. So I'm I'm just nodding my head at Lauren. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's really fascinating to see, like, much more of the story unfold. Right, yeah. um, I'm hooked. Yeah, uh, I guess we got to wait now and see what what the government, you know, does in their investigation. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but in other news, with a strong run and a big increase in boat prices, Bristol Bay harvesters are looking to get a big payday this year. So there's been a big jump in the overall value of the sockeye salmon fishery. Uh, both Trident and Ocean Beauty have confirmed base prices of $1.25 per pound, and prices go up for fish that has higher quality handling, such as being chilled, floated, and bled. Now, these fish get $1.40 per pound, and Copper River is paying a premium um, for chilled, blood, and separated sockeye from $1.30 to $1.70 a pound. Last year's base price in the bay was $1 for a harvest of 38.8 million fish. This year, harvests uh, reached 38.2 million, higher than the preseason forecast, and these numbers still may be adjusted. Um, the upshot is the sockeye fishery is likely worth about 25% more than last year, and as Bristol Bay is such an important part of overall Alaska salmon value, this run will go a long way towards making up some of the shortfall in other areas in terms of overall value. Thank you, Amanda. And now let's dive into the chips and hear all about your future leaders trip. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm great. So everyone here this bag of chips we're doing. I'm so excited to bust these open. <laughs> so, all right. Let's open them both up. So, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's hear that pop. Oh, my God, yes. Okay, so PepsiCo Frito-Lay Chip Company, better known as Lay's, has released eight limited edition flavors as part of their Taste of America program. Basically, it's eight new regionally inspired flavors that represent distinctive tastes from across the country. And some of these new flavors include Thai sweet chili, pimento cheese, fried pickles with ranch, deep dish pizza, yum, <laughs> chili con queso. Oh, yeah, I can get on board with that. Would you dip the chili con queso chips in chili con queso? A hundred percent. Wow. <laughs> and then Cajun spice. And drum roll for these last two flavors. Are you going to say this? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. Okay, let's keep, keep drum rolling. <laughs> It's Chesapeake Bay Crab Spice and New England Lobster Roll. Woo! <laughs> we're, like, like I said, we're very excited about this. So, yes. <laughs> so I reached out to Lay's because I was like, I need to get my hands on these chips. I mean, this is like right Nice up. tactic. This is, this is the seafood news. Like, this is, you know, besides this is all the other important story news. of the week. <laughs> besides all the other important news, this was a top story in my book. <laughs> and let me tell you, my I'm holding the Chesapeake Bay Crab Spice chips right now. And they, they smell good. They smell fantastic. Ooh, I'm huffing this bag of chips right now. I'm actually pleasantly surprised by the smell of the New England lobster roll oh. ones. Can we, can okay. we swap? <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, I don't want to do a big lift of lobster First, rolls. the aromatics. Oh, wow. Oh, I think I like the lobster roll ones a little bit better based on smell. The lobster roll ones kind of remind me of like sour cream and onion. Yeah, right? Isn't it? They smell a little bit like that. Smell-wise. Yeah. We haven't tasted right. them yet. We're yes. still just, we're still just hoping the tax <laughs> chips right now. But uh, what's cool about the New England lobster roll one is that it's made with naturally and artificially flavors. So like, I mean, if you look at it, it says they have New England lobster roll seasoning in it. You know, so that's that's huge. I don't think like actual lobster rolls in this oh there is sour cream in this so that explains why brown sugar yum onion powder red bell pepper garlic powder my favorite and the chesapeake bay crab spice chips are inspired by crab shacks along the atlantic here's a taste of the bay with custom blended spices ready to savor let's get cracking Ooh. okay so let's let's dive into the the chesapeake bay chips first. okay okay and oh, yeah. okay, keep, keep cracking that bag. <laughs> I just want to apologize. I'm one of those people who can't stand the sound of people chewing. It just boils my skin. So I'm going to be one of the people I hate. So well, sorry about that. But this is all in the name of, of 
important news I headlines. Regret nothing. I think it's gonna be hilarious to crunch into this. Lauren's like backing up from the mic. I'm diving into the mic. I'm, I'm don't trying do to... it. Don't do it. Oh yeah. That was a good crunch. It was a good crunch, and then I'm the talking my mouth open yeah. too, just to get more of it in. <laughs> Okay, that chip is fantastic. I can't stop giggling. Oh, yeah, okay. Let me, okay, hold on. I need another one. <laughs> I forgot to to judge. Okay, so it it tastes like, it just it's like, just has to be Bay Crab Spice. Like Old Bay. Yeah. Without saying Old Bay, kind of. It's not overpowering. I thought it would be a lot more overpowering and salty. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's not very salty at all. No. I mean, it's got like, a, you know, like how chips, like, you need a napkin. <laughs> These, these, like, I mean, eating yeah. crabs, you actually, yes. it's like, it's just, I feel like my hands are a little as dirty as, not as dirty as eating a bag of, uh, I mean, a bag of crabs, but, um, as eating crabs, but, uh, you do get, like, that residual powder on it, but these yes. are actually, like, fantastic. These would be great to pair with your, um, with your crab bakes. Ooh. Yeah. That would be, a, that's a good mm-hmm. idea. I wonder, like, can you do, like, a crunch that <gasps> up to make crab cakes? Yes. That's, Ooh. like, your binding agent in there? Yeah, I think you just you just landed a new uh, marketing gig for our Lay's. I think that's fantastic. Those are those are like I said. It actually, it, I'm gonna try one more. Again. <laughs> we're, we're going back, so and we're also they're pretty going good. to be eating these on camera too. If you, if you can't get enough of hearing the crunch of us eating chips, just wait until you watch us eat chips. Oh on man, camera. that's gonna be my debut of <laughs> of eating on camera. I thought you have to do like a a fake bite and then like smile, you know? No, but no, we're gonna right. get no that it's gonna be messy. All right, I'm gonna cleanse the palate. Thank God we can't hear her sipping on her water. But anyway, no, I, th- I mean, I think this is I think this is insane, actually. Pleasantly it, surprised. Yeah, it's... Because you always get a little bit nervous with some of these odd flavors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then again, like, the sour cream and onion, you know, like, that at yeah. one point had to have been, like, an odd flavor. That's Someone true. was like, why would anybody want that? And that's a, a and that's barbecue, one of my favorite. the, no, the yeah. vinegar chips, like, you know, so... All right, let's swap them out for the lobster roll okay. ones. I had a chip in my hand still. I was <laughs> Sorry. The crab spice, but whatever. I'll move on. I mean, how long can people listen to us <laughs> chewing chips? Now, can you read the back of the uh, New England? <clears throat> okay. So this one is inspired by lobster shacks of the Northeast. Here's a taste of fresh lobster served on a buttery grilled roll. It's wicked good. Oh, that is perfect. That probably wasn't England. the best uh, New England accent. Wicked good. Wicked. I don't know <laughs> no. if that was it either. No, I don't think so. <laughs> We're not from the okay. Boston area. So Here anyway, <laughs> let's let's get let's get our opinions. <laughs> oh my god, that is that's a sour cream chip. <laughs> I think they put the sour cream chips in yeah. in the lobster roll bag. I think we need to do a side by side of sour cream and onion and these New England lobster ones. It's good, but. If it was a blind taste test, I would have 100% said these were sour cream and onion. Yeah. I'm not getting... Let me dive in again. I'm not getting a lot of lobster flavor. I'm like waiting for the aftertaste of maybe something, but... uh, Sour cream and onion all the way. It's fantastic. Yeah. But it's it's not a heavy lobster roll flavor. Which I think if it was, I wouldn't enjoy, maybe. Yeah, I mean, you do want, like... It does seem strange to to eat something lobster roll flavor that's not an actual lobster roll, but I think with this, I mean, it's it's definitely a fun idea, and 
uh, we were talking about this with some other coworkers, and you know, they're like, I think this bag of chips could actually increase the sales of, of lobster rolls, <laughs> just because somebody's like looking at it, and you know, like you know, if you're not in the New England area, you don't always have easy access to lobster rolls. You have to like, kind of search out some lobster rolls. You know, they're not a, you know, they're not on every right. You go up to Maine, everywhere you go, yeah. you, you go to like a Dairy Queen, and they're like, we got, we got lobster roll, <laughs> yeah. you know. But now, like by us, I mean, they're like twenty bucks. By yeah, us too. Yeah, and then they're hard to find. But I think uh, somebody seeing this might be inspired to just be like, I haven't had a lobster roll in forever. This could actually, I think, these could like boost. Uh, yeah, I think they need to give out a lot of maybe like free samples or something because I feel like people would be more inclined to buy the Chesapeake Bay crab spice than the lobster roll ones, but I think the lobster roll ones taste better. This, this is definitely, uh, like I said, it's, it's more heavy on the... <laughs> more heavy on the sour cream. Is sour cream a main ingredient in lobster rolls? Isn't it like lobster and like mayo-ish? Yeah. I don't know. This is actually a great question. I don't actually know what goes into... I know it's like some sort of like uh, dressing. Yeah. I don't. I never thought it was sour cream. Well, you're going to have to go onto uh, the Sifa News Instagram to, for us to share a lobster roll <laughs> recipe. And we'll let you know if there's actually sour cream in lobster rolls. But no, these are, these are fantastic. And yeah, I think if over the summer, especially if you're doing a, a seafood bake, yeah, like I would definitely pair these with. Yeah, any backyard mm-hmm. barbecue. I mean, I, they're good. Yeah. Like I said, but it's, it's definitely an intimidating flavor. It's like every, everybody loves, you know, Chesapeake Bay crabs. Like everyone loves They need like a sampler rolls. pack. Yeah, they, they actually That's do. The, do they? Yeah. So if you go into the stores, you will be able to find a sample pack of uh, of oh, these man. two flavors and the other flavors I talked about before: the deep dish pizza, the fried pickles with ranch. I'm going to pass on that one. Um, <laughs> uh, the chili con queso. But yeah. I, you know, you can't knock it till you try it. Based on our experiences here, so no. I think it's fun, and I, I think it's like yeah. a way, like like I said, they're doing it because it's like regionally inspired flavors. Yeah. You know, and it's true. Like you go some places, and I mean, especially in seafood, we see that all the time. Like the crawfish crayfish yeah um in like louisiana like there's everybody has like lobsters or new england you know the the maryland blue crab like every everybody area has, the, has their specific thing yeah has their own yeah. version and you know you can't always get it fresh so lays is giving it to you in potato chip form <laughs> i think i had like a seaweed like they have like even overseas though they have like bizarre flavors like they have mm. um and like a, in some Asian country, they have like a, a seaweed flavored one that I've I've tried before, but it's cool. Be it's down innovative. To try that. You know, like you gotta, you can't go wrong with you know old faithful lays. Right. I'm, I'm a big. Uh, I, I love this just the regular plain lays. I'm a right. plain gal, but I would I would get lost in a bag of those those chips, both yeah. of them, the New England lobster roll and the Chesapeake crab spice. Nice so, job, yeah. lays. Yeah. So lays, thanks for thanks for sending us over so I could eat into a microphone. <laughs> Okay, let's wrap it up here. (laughs) And that wraps up our show for the week. Once again, this episode was brought to you by the Seafood Innovation Expo. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you here back next week. (laughs) Bye-bye. And don't forget to buy lazy chips. (laughs) We didn't talk about your trip. Oh, no. All right, so we're back. (laughs) Okay, so we forgot to talk about my trip. Sorry, guys. We're just we're so into these chips right now. Lauren keeps eating them, but you can't tell because she's being polite and like eating away from the mic. But okay, so future leaders, Seattle. Let's talk about that. I had some great seafood in Seattle, but okay. So to start off my trip in Seattle, yes, the first day. What did you do? First day, we went to uh, we did a, a sailboat cruise. 
Mm-hmm. Beautiful, seeing Mount Rainier and just like even like the the whole like Seattle skyline is just beautiful from the water. And there's about what forty people in your class? yes, there's forty okay. people in my classroom. All over the industry, we have people with GAA, preferred freezer, awesome, Trident. Um, a lot of people. I'm not gonna. Sorry for those those three companies. Just highlighted <laughs> nobody else. Um, but. Yeah, so all of us just uh, got onto the sailboat, and we cruised around the water, and then we got back to um, Taylor Shellfish, and we did a wine and oyster pairing, and it That's was... That's awesome. Fantastic. <gasps> wow. I also tried gooey duck for the first time. What's gooey duck? Um, I always, always thought it was... Always thought it was pronounced geoduck. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I saw gooey duck... One time on um, before I this is a fish, the, not a duck. It's no, it's a it's a clam. Oh, it's but it's like this like fat. It's the I'll post a photo for you. <laughs> it's like really nasty looking. Um, and Similar to like oysterish, like it looks like just like somebody you know like honey. I shrunk the kids. Like it looks like somebody just exploded a clam. This like clam just like bursting out of its shell. Okay. Okay, that's what a gooey duck is. That's like a bad example. How big are they? They're, I'm, I'm using my hands. <laughs> um, the size of a sand dollar. They're about, no, they're about like the no? size of my fist. Oh, okay. I have an average size fist. <laughs> so um, we got to try a little bit of that, which was really interesting. But um, turns out like red wine is the biggest offender. Like do not pair seafood with red wine. Yeah, it's always like white. Oh, sorry. I had no idea. I was but with a wine connoisseur <laughs> over here. Jeez. <laughs> Obviously, I have a lot to, to teach you. Um, but you said, but you said it was just a wine pairing. You didn't say red wine that you were. Oh pairing yeah, yeah. With. So okay. it was just yeah. like, but he went in this whole big thing about like you would never pair red. It's too with, overbearing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know it's like dry. He's like you know you're, uh, yeah. So always something light and fresh with the white wine. We should have paired some wine with our chips with today. What goes with <laughs> New England lobster roll lays? <laughs> Um, so that was that was very interesting pairing that. Um, I'm also like a big offender of putting. I, I put my hand all over the glass, and I'm supposed to hold by the stem, uh-huh. so I got to work uh-huh. on that. Right now, based on the chip residue on my hand, that stem <laughs> would slide right out of my hands. Um, so that was the first night there. Uh, on the second day, we uh, had this. It, it was maybe the coolest thing I've ever done. It was um, safety at sea training. Now they put us in suits and they just like had us jump in the water. So this was conducted by the North Pacific uh, Fishing Vessel Owners Association um, down at the Fisherman's Terminal in Seattle. And it was a four hour safety equipment and survival procedures class. So we got to wear the survival suits. Um, Which we have the picture of Amanda up on our social media. So you yes. have to check it out. It's awesome. It's, I look fantastic. <laughs> but we learned about the seven steps of survival. Do you know what they are? Do you want me to tell you? Uh, remain calm. Is that one? Uh, no? no. Okay, you can go ahead. <laughs> like, no. We might be here a but, while. I mean, that's, a good, that's a good one. You should yeah. always remain calm. Um, recognition. Like, be aware of, like, if something sounds weird, if something smells weird, you know, be aware of your surroundings and, and recognize like when that's when a, something's... that's more of a precaution, like, precautionary kind of... Yeah. Yeah. But, like, if you want to survive when you're out at sea, like, I mean, you could be... You know, we watched a video about the Alaska Ranger, uh, the vessel that sunk in 2008, right. and they were like 150, 120 to 150 miles away from from land mm-hmm. um, when their boat went down. And uh, fortunately, you know, somebody recognized the first step was that like you know lives were lost, but like somebody recognized that something was wrong right. and they were able to take action. Um, the second step is inventory. 
you know, you got to figure out uh, what, what you, you have. have. Like, do you have do you have time to grab? Um, I mean, everybody should put on their survival suits, their safety suits. Do you have time to grab water? What, what do you have time? Like, not water, but like any food. Like, yeah. what do you have time to grab? Um, you know, how take, hard is it to move around in the safety suit? Uh, so there's actually like, two different ones. Like, should you gather your supplies first and then jump in? Well, you should, no, you I should, guess you like, should have your assessing you, the situation. Yeah, you should definitely have your suit on just because yeah. if you if, if the weather is bad and you get tossed over. Yeah, I mean that's, that's number one. Yeah, I mean that could save you. Like it, it's a couple out, um, like 24 hours you can have in some of these suits of like to survive, mm-hmm. like from like hypothermia and stuff. Um, but there's like two. There's like a like a Rolls Royce of suits that we saw that was really cool, and it had. Um, it didn't have like my suit had gloves that were ready. It was like booties and right. and gloves already attached, which made things definitely more difficult to grab and put your suit on. But obviously, these you know you're supposed to be training. You're supposed to be doing this over and over again. Yeah. So you should be getting quick at it. But there's this new one that and they don't have the hands and they have gloves that you can put on afterwards. So it's it's easier to put. And the seal is still. Mm-hmm. Still good on those? Yeah. yeah. What if they have ones that aren't 100% connected that you just, like, they're sewn on at the, the wrist so that you can put them on, still have your hands free, yeah. and then when you're ready... Oh, that's what they are. Oh, yeah, I yeah. thought you meant, like, they were, like, completely oh, no, atta- no, 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 no. unattached. No, 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 they're attached. Yeah, yeah, like, they're just... But they're... Yeah, they're attached to you elsewhere. They're not, gotcha. you know. But, uh, so the other steps um, is, you know, shelter. So... Uh, all these uh, vessels, they should have this like light, big lifeboat thing mm-hmm. on it. It looks like it's in like a drum container, and you yeah. throw it out in the water, and it turns into this big raft. Um, so you know, definitely sh- seeking shelter, sh- seeking shelter like uh, ups your chances of survival. Um, another step is uh, you know getting your signals. So whether it's a flare, but you know flares can only be seen. You know, you, you can't shoot one out and expect somebody to see it at shore 150 right. you know miles away. So uh, you know we. Uh, actually, when we got in the water in a group, what we did was we linked arms and we made a circle, mm-hmm. and then we kicked our feet. And so, so that anybody Guard, flying over, yep, yeah, the Coast Guard helicopter could could spot that from from far nice. away. Um, so we learned a couple of techniques like that, um, and then you know, water, food, and play. So water, I, I mean, you need water over food to survive. If you don't have any water, yeah, you know, it doesn't matter how much food you have. So uh, these rafts actually have these. Um, this way to like collect rainwater um you could also like your uh they'll also have like a bag in there with other survival tools where like a sponge where you could use a sponge to collect like uh condensation oh yeah um so it's definitely important to have every little bit yeah Mm -hmm. um like there's there's some food that they have packed in the survival kit but if you're able to grab something else Mm -hmm. before um you know leaving the vessel that's that's always good uh there's also like a, a fishing pole in um, the kit. Smart, yeah. Yeah, so if you're you're stuck out there, you could hopefully fish for something. Um, and then play. So not necessarily, like, you know, card games or right. whatever, but it's, like, you got to keep up, like... Keep your mind. Yeah, you know, yeah. and so whether it's, you know, just talking about family or, you know, who you're going home to, it's you, ha- you have to have the mentality that you're a survivor and not a victim, right. you know, and... Yeah, because I'm sure it's... When you're in situations like that, it's very easy to just be like, "This is it." Yeah. This is it? Yeah. No, it's it it's very frightening, um, but it, it was a fantastic experience. Like I said, I, I just I could not say enough of positive things about it. It just having the opportunity to do that and kind of like, even though we knew there was no threat and we were, you know, we were in the water, but there was no waves or anything. Mm-hmm. It was a nice, calm day. Like, 
you know, you don't, it was still scary. Yeah, you still get you know? into it. Yeah. So, so we were able to do that and it, it was very eye opening. So, That's awesome. Uh, so, thank you for NFI for scheduling that. Um, after that, we went to King and Prince Seafood uh, to go see their, um, their facility. So, we got to, they were um, running their fry lines. So, we got to see how they do like their tavern breaded, um, you know, line of, of fish and, uh, surimi, we got to see that being made, which was really fascinating. Oh, very cool. And got to do a taste test of surimi. Did they say anything about surimi? I had a couple of weeks back had done a little analysis piece where I've been hearing that surimi production is going to be going up. Um, yeah, surimi. So it was very fast. I, I didn't realize like how much surimi is in everything. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really fascinating. And then we ended that second day with a visit from the Fork and Fin food truck, which is um, Trident Seafood's uh, you know, food truck. So they just sell wild Alaskan fish there, um, and it was fantastic. And the gentleman, um, Ron, I forgot his name now, but he was, like, so excited about, you know, cooking us Alaskan fish. And he was just, I, like, fell in love with him. Oh, he sounds cute. But he, he was fantastic. <laughs> and they made us uh, Pollock tacos, and there was... um. It was uh, skin on fried uh, fish and chips, Ooh. and it was like uh, everybody was like raving. Yeah, and the portion sizes—they didn't even give us full portion sizes, but the portion sizes were huge. Really? And I'm like, I'm like, I thought this was like a sampler, you know? I'm like, I thought you guys were giving us a little taste, and he was like, "That is your little taste." Wow. I'm like, this is like a huge <laughs> serving, and so like the, um, for example, like the skin on fish and chips—it's like these two, like the actual serving would be two huge things with like this large bucket of fries, and yeah. Uh, I just, it's like, it goes around Seattle. It shows up at some Seahawks games. Just in Seattle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you are in Seattle, check it out. It was delicious. And I'm obsessed with wild Alaskan Pollock now. So (laughs) thank you. Um, Not that easy to get around here. It's so fantastic. (laughs) Uh, And then our last day in Seattle, we we went to Eurofins uh, to learn about, you know, their laboratory that specializes in mercury and trace metals testing and, and all that good stuff. And it was very interesting, but it was all very scientific, so I cannot go into details. <laughs> but, but they know what they're doing there. Just and making sure that our seafood is safe yeah, to eat. Yeah, exactly. And so it was it was interesting, like, seeing um, their testing lab. And like I said, it was like walking into, like, an episode of, like, Big Bang Theory. I had no idea what was. <laughs> I was no like, idea what was I going on. I don't belong on. with these people, <laughs> <laughs> but they're doing a great job. And I was, like I said, it was it was cool seeing what was happening. But it was it, like I said, a lot of it, a lot of it was over my head. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but it was just still very neat seeing that whole yeah. thing. So awesome. So three trips down for NFI's future leaders. One more to go. One more. We're going to St. John's, Canada, um, to do the Lobster and Salmon Academy. Nice. So, um, yeah, so more photos from my trip will be up on the Seafood, New- Seafood News Instagram. <laughs> um, check that out. And uh, be sure to check out the Seafood News uh, YouTube channel as well to not only hear Lauren and I eat chips, but watch us to eat chips. To see us as well. Wonderful. So <laughs> now we are saying goodbye for real this time. Yes. Now this time we're wrapping up our show for the week. And our episode is, of course, brought to you by the Seafood Innovation Expo. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you back here next week. Bye-bye.